Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with Grammy-winning singer-songwriter Kenny Loggins, who's released more than a dozen albums in a career that has spanned four decades. This fall, he's bringing one of his most popular songs to a new audience with the release of Footloose, a picture book based on a song originally released in 1984 on the soundtrack to the film of the same name. Illustrated by Tim Bowers, the book is being published this month by Moondance Press, an imprint of Quarto Publishing Group, which is sponsoring this podcast. Readers, especially adult ones, might think that they know the song Footloose, but in this picture book, Loggins reworks the familiar lyrics of the song as he moves the dancing action from a small rural town to a zoo at night, where two children get an up-close-and-personal look at how the animals like to boogie after hours. Kenny, thank you for speaking with me. Uh, It's my pleasure. Footloose is actually not your very first children's book, as I understand it. I think a few years ago, you you published a book called Moose and Me. Um, Is there a direct connection between that book and this one? No, there isn't. Uh, Moose and Me was about a dog I had when I was a kid. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Footloose is its own animal. You know, we, uh, I hadn't actually planned on rewriting Footloose for children. And I got a, uh, I did a Christmas song, Frosty the Snowman, and worked with Charles Nuremberg a few years ago and, and, um, Peter Yarrow of Peter, Paul, and Mary. And, uh, in the process, uh, Charles said, Have you ever thought about rewriting the lyrics to Footloose for a kid's book? And, I said, well, what do you think that would look like? And he said, I don't know. It just has to have lots of animals. So I, I sat down with it and this idea poured through of, of the, you know, where would there be lots of animals? Well, they'd be at the zoo. So I started there and one thing led to another and I got all these animals out of their cages. In the, in the original version of, of Footloose, uh, I have the line, Jack, get back, come on before we crack. And I thought, well, let's keep Jack in the song. Jack will be the zookeeper. And uh, I told Tim, I said, I think he's like a young Captain Kangaroo. So that's that's where we got the inspiration for his look. And Jack opens all the cages after the people leave the zoo. And so the animals make sure everybody's gone. And then they, they get to come out in the full moon and dance and they get footloose. And I thought it'd be fun to have two little kids sneak into the zoo with their backpacks and sandwiches and binoculars because they know that something's going on. And so they're, they're sneaking around and they're sort of eavesdropping on every other page, seeing what's going on. And then finally, at the end of the book, they get into the action with the other animals and dance, the zookeeper and them, and all the animals are dancing on the last page. You know, once you had this sort of zoo idea in place, did reworking the lyrics, did that come pretty easily? Yeah, it just poured out. It, I, I was surprised. Uh, each page, I had an idea for where the animals were and how they were interrelating with each other. And I had the idea of uh, the elephant being like a DJ, working the turntables with his trunk and everything. And and uh, and I turned to my son, who's 22, and I said, do you guys still use the word boogie <laughs> and uh, and funky? And he goes, yeah, I suppose we we could use funky now and then. So I'll get back to, back to my writing and and use the word funkiest cat in the zoo and stuff like that. It was really fun. Did you end up having to leave uh, a few of your ideas on the cutting room floor? No, I got I got to tell you, it just poured out. It's one of those happy things, you know, every now and then a song will pour out like that too, where just all the lyrics just show up at once. And that's the way Footloose sort of rewrote itself for this project. In addition to this book and uh, 
uh, Moose and Me. You, you've, I think you've put out at least two albums that were aimed at children, uh, Return to Pooh Corner and More Songs from Pooh Corner. Right. Do those albums stand out in, you know, in the midst of the career and everything that you've put out over the years? Do those, do those stand out as particularly memorable or special projects uh, given the audience? Absolutely. No, Return to Pooh Corner has sold over two million units. And it's an evergreen. It just keeps going. It's a lullaby record. Years ago, when I had my fourth child, I realized I was about to be sent back into Barneyland. And I thought, I wish somebody would make music for children that the parents could love as much as the children. Because, you know, when a, when a kid drops into a, an album, they're going to play it a thousand times. And so I thought, well, maybe I should be the one to make that record. So I knew, having had so many kids, that I'd sung lullabies at night a zillion times. So for me, it was just a matter of taking those lullabies and putting some production value on them and making them basically parents' records that children can love too. And it's worked out really, really well. I've gotten a ton of letters from them. And, and then more songs from Pooh Corner was a follow-up to Return to Pooh Corner. Both those albums, of course, you know, refer to A.A. A. Milne's Winnie the Pooh books. So I feel like I have to ask, you know, were those books or, or books in general a big part of your own childhood? Absolutely. No, Return to Pooh Corner was the first book I ever read myself and had a lasting impression on me all the way, all the way through uh, high school. It was in high school that uh, the Disney people bought that copyright and started making the Pooh movies. And then one thing led to another. I wrote, as a senior, I wrote my song, House of Pooh Corner. And then I got incredibly lucky. I was dating the daughter of the CEO of the Disney Corporation. And so I I played my song for him, and he told the lawyers to let me alone and let me have the song. And then from that point on, uh, it was recorded by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band and then by myself and Jimmy Messina and has lasted forever. Getting back to, to Footloose a little bit, can you give a little bit of history and just talk about how you originally came to co-write that original song in the first place? Yeah, that was um, a screenplay written by a good friend of mine, Dean Pitchford. Dean and I had co-written songs together before, and Dean handed me his screenplay one day and said, would you check this out and tell me what you think? And I read it. I liked it. It wasn't Gone with the Wind, but it was really fun. And uh, you have to remember in those days, even the cab driver would hand you his screenplay. So it wasn't unusual for somebody to say, read my screenplay and check it out. But as a favor to Dean, I co-wrote a couple of songs just for the screenplay, which is, which I've never done since. You know, everything I've done with the movies has been watching a, a rough cut of the film. But in this case, we just wrote to what we imagined the screenplay to be. And then he took those songs in with him to Paramount. We recorded the demos, and the dancing in the movie was, was actually the dancing to the real music, which is one of the reasons the, the movie works so well. And, I mean, is it safe to say that at the time, no one really knew that that song would become as popular as it eventually did become? Oh, of course. Yeah, no, we, we, we had no idea that that movie was about to be the biggest movie of that summer. And so, speaking of recording and music, you've also done some uh, some music for this book too, right? Right. I took the new Footloose with the new lyrics, and I re-recorded it with the kids' lyrics. And uh, so, because I figured the kids are going to want to get up and dance to it and sing it as they turn the pages. And then we also thought we would include a couple of uh, classics. So, 
I put a song in there that my dad used to sing to me. Abba dabba 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 said the monkey to the chimp. And I grabbed a couple of other songs from that era. And we call it the monkey medley. And it, it came out really fun. It's sort of a Django Reinhardt era approach to uh, some classic children's songs. Excellent. Well, do you think uh, maybe this is a, a hint that there could be some more uh, children's music down the road for you, possibly? Or I would love it. I would love it. I've got, you know, actually three children's albums. I have the two Pooh Corner CDs, and then I also have a up-tempo record called All Join In, which is available on my website right now. But we should talk a little bit about the art that Tim Bowers put together for the book. It, um, it sounds like from earlier that you were sort of in conversation with him a little bit. Right. Um, as I wrote the lyric, I imagined different characters to be different animals. Like uh, Louise, who's that shake in your tree? I had an idea that certain parts of the song would be carried into pictures on the next page. So I sort of sent him clues and hints based on where I saw that character going with my lyric. Because with each lyric, with each character, I would describe who that character is. So Tim and I were in constant conversation as to who that character was and what his, his or her action was in the, in the book. But he's amazing. i got to say, I've never worked with a more talented artist. He was just right there on every one of the characters. And did you get a sort of little previews here and there, sort of like, this is what I'm thinking for this character or for this scene? Or was it more of a finished uh, product that you saw later on in the process? It was mostly a finished product, except where um, he, he revealed the kids too soon in the book. And I felt the kids, the two kids that were eavesdropping should be totally hiding in the bushes until the very last page where they come out and dance with the animals. So things like that, I had a hand in changing the timing of things, the visual. But as far as the actual characters and the and and the the visualization of those characters, that was all Tim. And you feel like in the end, the art captures and and works well with the mood that you were going for with this new version of the song. Oh, unbelievably! Yeah, I wish that your listeners could could see see pictures. Maybe we'll post them up on your website. Some of the some of the pages are just so amazing. It's I'm very, very proud of this. And I don't know what your schedule is like these days, but will you be getting out there at all, doing so many events uh, specifically for the release of the book? Well, I'm going to be in Atlanta for the book fair, and I'm doing some live, um, what we call satellite radio and satellite television, where I'll be present, but virtually present. And we'll be doing that pretty soon. Very good. And are you still on the road playing quite a bit throughout any given year? I have been, yeah. I've been playing a lot up to this year. I've cut back a little bit this year. But um, this is the end of my tour year, so I will be doing mostly virtual, you know, uh, satellite interviews um, as I go along because I'm kind of fried. <laughs> I want to <laughs> go home. Yeah, I could set up a camera at home and that's, that seems totally fair. Um, yeah, that's good. And, you know, what do you think now that you've done a few, you know, this is, you know, at least your second children's book in just a few years, do you think uh, this experience maybe leads you to want to try to do some more writing for kids down the road, either attached to songs you've written or not? We've already been in conversations with Cordo about doing Danger Zone as a kid's book and doing a rewrite on that. And I've already got some pretty good ideas. So I'm excited about moving forward in this arena. All right. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, you know, thank you again for taking time to speak with me, and uh, congratulations on this book. Thanks very much. 
Once again, I've been speaking with Kenny Loggins, whose song Footloose is being reinvented as a picture book, available this month from Moondance Press. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. 